The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and the greatest tag team wrestler of all time is celebrating 50 years on this earth. That's right. 50th birthday for Hall of Famer Bully Ray, and we do it in style. Some friends. How about this? Snake Sabo from Skid Row, Tommy Thayer from Kiss, and the greatest women's wrestler of all time, Trish Stratus, right now on Bully's 50th birthday on the Busted Open Podcast. The one and only yes! Dave the Snake Sable. What's up, Snake? Oh, my God. First off, I have to say, I woke up this morning, and I felt like crap. And I'm going, <laughs> it's going to be a shitty, shitty day. And I'm thinking to myself, why, man, why? And then I realized it's Bully's birthday. Exactly. Exactly. Worst and, day ever. And I'll tell you what. You must have made quite a mark on people, given by the guest list that you've had call in so far. Co-workers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Zero. What, who's, is Gabby calling in next? Absolutely. Gabby and then <laughs> Ed. And then we're, then we're going to end it with Mike, the video guy. He's the, he's the big grand finale. <laughs> it's un- and then for the, on- for, the, for the encore, Dave LaGreca is calling in. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no. You're going to have... You're going to have Darby from the Jersey Shore and then the ghost of <laughs> Mae Young. There you go. Yep. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, I, looked up. Awesome. <laughs> I tried to get, uh, oh, right, and her son, the hand. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> reaching yeah. out to you, literally. Um, <laughs> so I went up and I did, I tried to go, like Dave and I were talking about going down the rabbit hole for uh for Paul Orndorff's matches throughout history and stuff like that instead of watching Monday Night Raw I tried to do the same thing going down you know the best bully ray matches and it ah! kept saying it kept saying refer to Devon Dudley I didn't understand what it meant <laughs> and 
absolutely. And then we absolutely we found one. And it said re, it said refer to May Young, calling you a pussy. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> oh, I went to YouTube. I put in best of Skid Row. I got Fozzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly right. I'm just glad I did it 20 years earlier. Yes, you did. Fozzie. So oh. we, uh, Dave, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the song Get the Fuck Out was inspired by Rachel and I going to one of Bully Ray's matches in the early days in New Jersey. <laughs> We sat there, we were watching him wrestle. We looked at each other like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this, is, this is not good. Perfect. Uh, amazing steak. So, so keep going, I'm keep like, going, keep roasting me. At least you got the balls to do it. Yeah, do it. Do more, do more. I'm like, well, that's, a, that's only because you're about 150 miles away from me. If I was in the room <laughs> next to you, man, this, this would be a whole different conversation. <laughs> and I know I'm going to pay for it because there's going to come a time where we're going to be sitting around a round table and there's going to be a bunch of us dudes from Jersey and you're going to call out the first shot and I'm going to do a double and I'm going to out drink you like I did last time we saw each other. And you're going to be really sad and lonely looking at your so-called friends around the table going, I can't believe this 56 year old dickhead just out drank me right off the bat. Like I set the bar high, if you remember correctly. You drank a triple, not a double. Thank you. That's what I do. <laughs> Crab cakes and triples. Henry would say. As Mark Henry, that's what I do. That's right. You know what? I think you had one or two drinks already this morning, haven't you? Dude, when I woke up and knew it was going to be a shitty day because of your birthday, what else am I going to do? My wife goes to me, you can either, my wife goes, you can either clean up the dog shit or get on the radio. I said, all right, I'll do the dog shit first. And if I got any time, I'll get on the radio. By the way, oh. how does it feel? How does it feel? Welcome, welcome to the fifty club. It feels fine. Unlike, the, unlike the both of you, Dave's. I'm in superior shape and feel good. You guys are on the. You guys are way on the back nine. It's all over for the both of you. Are you taking those Tommy Dreamer drugs when he talks about how good a shape he's in? I'm in. Gr- I'm in great shape. I have a nutritionist. They're measuring I've lost seven pounds in three days. I'm feeling really good. The black circles under my eyes are now brown. They're getting better. Did he say he had to get up at four in the morning to drink whey protein? Something like that. He had to eat almonds. That's it. Eat almonds. LaGreca, you're loving this, huh? His dogs out oh, this of the bed. Is great. This is you're great. loving this, LaGreca, huh? Steak's on fire, man. I mean, this is this may be the best guest we've ever had on Busted Open. I'm now telling you right just... now, you're going to get the diapers in the mail soon, bully, because you're going to need them. I'm telling you, this is what happens. You turn 50, you turn 50, you wake up in the morning, you go take a piss, you walk out, and then you get the piss trip where you're like, really? I got three more drops left in my underwear. That's what happens. You get to look oh, I... forward to all the colonoscopies, all the prostate exams. It's fun. I went to the doctor the other day, and I said, Doc, I think there's a problem. He goes, well, what's up? I said, well, at 7 a.m., I take a piss. I said, at 8 a.m., I poop. He goes, what's the problem? I said, I don't wake up until 9. 
I heard you went to the I heard you went to the proctologist and the doctor shoved his hand in your mouth. It's full of I'll shit. I'll be here all week. Completely full of shit. <laughs> how, so how's it feel? Oh, I'm I'm great. I feel great. I I, I am quite blessed to have uh, to be on this show and to be with uh, with a uh, you know somebody of of your uh, caliber in the rock and roll world. Dude, I'm a funnier person than I am a guitar player. Actually, that's part of my comedy is my guitar playing. <laughs> it is it is, it is funny sometimes <laughs> it is i do it on purpose we were just talking about we we're down in the studio and we we're making another record right and we're down in in new orleans i mean uh, in nashville and working with this guy by the name of nick rasculinitz and if anybody isn't familiar with him he's done a bunch of uh, Foo Fighters records. He's done three Rush records, Stone Sour, uh, three Alice in Chains records, uh, uh, Mastodon Ghost, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Hailstorm. He's doing. He's done uh, like two or three by them, and he's he's unbelievable. Like this guy is an unbelievable, talented guy. Lived in Thomas River for a long time, so honorary Jersey boy. And so we're out, we're down there having a conversation. We're talking about like, and I don't know what you guys do in the ring, but like when you make a mistake on stage and we learned this early on from Gene Simmons, that when we make, when I make a mistake on stage, whether it's, and I realize it really quick, whether it's going to a wrong court or hitting the wrong note, the first thing you do is go pow, right? Like at the beginning of Dukes on Kiss Alive 1 when Gene comes in. Like that's called the power. So that's the that's the dead giveaway. When in the middle of a song, if someone makes a mistake and you hear like this out of nowhere power, that's the uh, that's the dead giveaway that the guitarist me made a mistake. There was one night, and I forget what tour we were on, but I had so many power from so many mistakes that I cut into my middle finger down to the bone from the guitar string because I was doing so many of these because I had no idea where I was. And I didn't I didn't drink before I went on stage. I wasn't hammered or anything. I'm just I'm Polish. So it's like, you know, I don't have I don't have great sensibilities. Dave, you can relate. And so I'm sitting there doing all these poems. I look down and my finger's bleeding and it's got like this I don't want to say gash, but it's got like this strip that's wide open. And every time the string gets cut, caught in there, it's like something, it's like a, uh, uh, like a paper cut, like that kind of pain. And you're just like, you're, you're like that 20. I had to be over 20 sometimes. So we ended up calling that Paloom finger. And you, we used to put uh, like, um, like super glue on it. So to get in there, so you wouldn't cut your finger up, and that's how we, that's how we used to uh, cover up our mistakes. So sure enough, I'm doing a guitar track, and I'm in it next to this guy, Scotty and I, uh, Scotty Hill and I are doing guitar tracks at the same time, and I'm next to this producer who's renowned and regaled and uh, has this unbelievable resume, and it's a bit intimidating, but it's exciting. 
And sure enough, I'm playing like these new songs and I'm amped up and stuff like that. And sure enough, right in the middle of, I made the mistake of telling them the story. Right in the middle of the song, all you hear is pow-woom, pow-woom. And he looks at me, he's like, can you play the song correctly, please, and be a professional? I'm like, oh, dear Lord in heaven. And that's my, that's my claim to fame as far as being a comedic guitar player. You couldn't uh, save that story for tomorrow, maybe on Greca's birthday? You just ate no, up eight I like minutes it. of good air. I didn't. It was awful. I liked it, and because you know what, it's gonna ruin it now. Because just like the legs, just like the legs slapping, just like a leg slap in a match. Now every time I hear a guitar, like every time I hear somebody live, when I hear the pow-woom, it's gonna now it's gonna ruin it for me now. No, no. Only if you hear it like in the middle, like if someone's singing a verse, and and you hear it underneath the verse, like pow-woom, and it's like the singer kind of looks over, like what the was that. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Smith, MMA expert extraordinaire, the voice of WWE's Monday Night Raw, and the host of Unlocking the Cage on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. You're in your car, you're at home, you got a lot of time you need to kill, you want a podcast, but you need to hit certain things. You want someone who can break down the crazy world of MMA that I have been in for two decades. You want someone to bring in the biggest interviews inside MMA and outside as well. Got that covered too. You want somebody who can take on all of the pop culture, all the crazy news, everything going on in our insane world outside of sports? Well, guess what? I got your back. Nothing is off limits on Unlocking the Cage. So subscribe today to Unlocking the Cage on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast to hear a new episode every weekday. Unlock the Cage is also available on the SXM app, which is free for most subscribers. Just download it today and tap podcasts. Get started now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. <sighs> Bully, okay. do, you remember, do you remember the concert that we went to together, Bully, at the Garden? <laughs> and when I say together, I mean that loosely because... We hung out before the show, and then you were in, uh, you know, first row, and I was in section four twelve. Yes, I do remember. I was in. No, I was in the first tier up. Jericho was in the first row. You were in section four twelve. Section four twelve. Still a good yeah. time, regardless, because the, the guys that the guy, <laughs> the guy that was sitting next to you in four twelve called in. No, actually, the man who was on stage on guitar, Mr. Tommy Thayer, has called in to wish you a happy birthday. Tommy, thanks for joining Busted Open. Hey, guys. Pleasure to be here. How you doing? We're having a great time because it's Bully's birthday. He's 50 years old. He's a huge Kiss fan. You're the guitarist for Kiss. You're coming on the air. I mean, how, how could life be better? Well, I wanted to wish Bully Ray... A very happy 50th birthday. That's fantastic. Is this the real Tommy Thayer? <laughs> it sure is. Calling you directly. Because well, I'm, mar- I'm marking out right now. This is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I remember you guys at the show. It was about a year and a half, maybe two years ago now, unbelievably. But, uh, and we got to get you out to another one. We're getting started again here in about a month, finally. And, uh, this is a personal invitation and a birthday birthday gift. Come out to any show. We'll get you passes, and, and we'll have another. We'll, we'll relive what we did two years ago for your birthday. That wow. is awesome. Thank you very much. Hey, Tommy, you know there's nothing like seeing Kiss at Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah, there's nothing like playing in Kiss at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> you got that right. And the really the sad, the sad part about it is that you're going to offer Bully tickets and passes and all that stuff, and Bully's going to get Snake and Darby and all his pals in there, and I'll be sitting in Section 412 like I did the last time Kiss played at Madison Square Garden. But I digress because, Tommy, seriously, man, and I mean this, dude, I, I'm a big fan of this era of Kiss. I'm a huge fan of the last album, Monster, and I think you guys yeah. have been kicking ass you know, before this pandemic hit. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you on the road when you guys come back again. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we take a lot of pride in what we're doing. I, did you guys see the, uh, the A&E documentary that was on uh, recently? Sure did. Yes. The two, yes. two-part deal. A lot of people, I thought it came out pretty good, actually. And, and uh, well, I've heard from a lot of people that they liked uh, how that w- was put together. I really enjoyed it. Um, honestly, I don't re- think there's anything that Kiss does put out that uh, I don't enjoy. I've been such a fan. I'm sure you can relate to this as any Kiss fan can who's our age. 
when you opened up Kiss Alive two for the first time, and you yep. and you were just you were floored by it. Your your, your mouth <laughs> dropped open as a kid, and you're like, "Who are these guys? I need to know more about them." And Tommy, we compare Kiss to pro wrestling every single day <laughs> on this yep. show. We really do because a good it's wrestling mat. Go ahead. It's funny you mentioned. Because there is a lot of parallels between pro wrestling and KISS. There's no doubt about it. It's definitely in the same uh, – there's a lot of similarities, a lot of ways. You know, what we, you know, when we talk about wrestling matches, we say if you want to have a great wrestling match, just you know, start off with Detroit Rock City, throw Shout It Out Loud in, and then end with Rock and Roll All Night, and you really can't go wrong. <laughs> That's perfect. But it's funny how you've mentioned KISS Alive, too, so – you know, I was a big Kiss fan when I was a kid, and actually for me it was Kiss Alive, you know, the first Kiss Alive record that came out that really, I had the same, you know, impression. I I, I, I got that record, and to me that was like the, the freaking, you know, that was the that was the template right there, and that's what really got me, uh, you know, into playing guitar more and, and really inspired me a lot was those early Kiss records, no doubt about it. And, and lo and behold, be- you fast forward about 40 years, and here I am. Uh, that's so cool to be in your favorite band that's that's absolutely amazing um because i i'm a fan that fell out for a while i gotta admit tommy when when they came out with i was made for loving you i fell out of kiss fandom for a while then i came back but you know what kiss is always there it's awesome i gotta be honest same thing for me uh by the late 70s you know dynasty and unmasking those records i really kind of lost interest for a while that's interesting you say that, because I did too. Tommy, Gene has gone on record saying that he really didn't love playing, you know, I Was Made for Loving You live, but, you know, he's mm-hmm. all the fans eat it up and they really love it. Is there a song yeah. that you particularly don't love playing live? Uh, <laughs> you know, that I, I like playing all of them. I'm not just saying that. Uh, it's There's not many that I don't like playing. I mean, you know, of course, Rock and Roll Night is, is a, a mainstay, you know, it's played every night, it's played everywhere, and but I, I still love playing that song too. I, I'm just, you know, it's an honor to be in there doing this. And um, I, I know you want to hear a song. Tell me, tell you a song that I don't like playing, but I, I can't think of one. I honestly, no, that's fine. That's fine. And, you know, KISS has a catalog where there's so many – there's always going to be somebody that's going to say, why didn't they play this? Why didn't they play that? It's impossible to satisfy everybody because the catalog is so big. Well, that's true, and there's so many different eras. A lot of people – there's some people that got into KISS and, and discovered KISS in the 80s, and so they're more into that, you know, those tunes and things like that. And it just depends on when you were growing up and when you discovered the band. So – um it's everybody's got a different perspective and and that's kind of what's cool about it it's so it makes it multi-generational and that's why it's continuing on for 50 years there's a little bit of something for everybody and everybody has kind of a little bit di- a different take on it how is the camaraderie and the relationship between the four of you th- these days well it's really great i mean that's part of the reason why this lineup has succeeded so long now more than 20 years and and uh you know, it's just you have to get along and you all have to kind of res- well, you have to respect each other and want to be together and do stuff. And it really works well that way. And I think that's kind of the key to to why this continues on. And, and uh, you know, we're so strong as, as the four of us now and putting on great shows like the end of the road tour, which we're going to start cranking up again here in about a month. All right, so, Tommy, let me ask you this, because I was the, the moron in 2001 that emptied up 
emptied out my checking account to get a third road ticket for the farewell tour. Um, is there is there any chance that, hey, man, things happen that this could continue, especially with the renewed success and especially with the renewed interest with the documentary? Any possible backing out of the end of the road tour and continuing Kiss? Well, I don't know about that, but I, I think Kiss, on the other hand, is a band that could potentially carry on. I know that they've, you know, Paul and Gene talked about it, and, and Kiss is a band that would be perfect for something like that if it's done the right way because of the imagery and the, you know, and, and the show and everything like that. So, you know, in a way, it's kind of half happened already because Eric and I have been in the band for over 20 years, so it has kind of transformed in a way. And But, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, Paul and Gene, that, that's a whole other you know, that would be a tough, uh, you know, tough thing to, to do to replace one of those guys potentially. And I, I don't know if that could work or not, but I, I know that the idea is out there and, and, and I know that uh, these guys are open to it uh, as a concept, but we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. You know, we're the end of the road tour will continue and we'll finish this and it'll go for another year or two. And we'll, and that'll be it. Just like we said, and it is important for people to remember that this is the last opportunity to come see the band because really, you know, you can't keep going forever, especially such a physical show. And you guys understand by what you do, too, that there's a different kind of physicality to, to performing in Kiss and doing a Kiss show other than other bands where you don't have to get up there and be in outfits and do all this kind of stuff that we do. Well, if you see us on social media, we're very theatrical on this show. So we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we put a lot into it. Uh, Tommy, I know you have some pull in the band because you are the lead guitar player. So maybe... You know, maybe talk to Gene and Paul, you know, you know, try to get the oath into the set list before you say goodbye. And, you know, like, you know, I'd, I'd like to see a couple more songs from from Monster put in the set list because I'm a big fan of Monster. So if you could do that, I appreciate it. And then also, too, since this is a wrestling show, Tommy, if you were a pro wrestler, what would your mm-hmm. finisher be? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a, enough, you know. Uh, familiar with what you guys do I, that's a tough question for me but getting back to the oath i actually did do that because you know we do the kiss cruise every year we've done it for 10 years and when we do the cruise it's a lot of diehard fans and we try to play more obscure kind of songs and i pushed those guys to play the oath and it went over gangbusters it was a, nice. a you know people went insane when we played it so i have pushed for those songs and maybe something newer too but Sometimes it's just a matter of playing songs that everybody knows. I mean, a lot of these songs, sometimes people don't even have a clue what they are. You know, the mainstream crowds going to the show. So it's kind of hard to decide sometimes. Tommy, thank you so much, man. Thanks for joining the show. And thanks for coming on for Bully, Bully's 50th yeah. birthday. Happy birthday, Bully. Thank you, Tommy. Re- really uh, a pleasure for me to have you on the show. I, I appreciate your time very much, brother. And, and uh, good luck on the tour. Well, thanks, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you at the Garden on the next time around or somewhere in New York or whenever it works out. Cause I do want you to come to see another. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, Tommy. I'm holding you to the passes and free tickets. I ain't going to forget <laughs> about that, dude. Absolutely. All right, All right Tommy. Love you. All right, Tommy Thayer. Thank you, man. Love you, dude. Love Kiss. Tommy Thayer, lead guitarist for Kiss, man. That was awesome. 
This is Lindsay Rhodes, and I'm so excited for my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, to be joining the SiriusXM sports family. We'll be talking about the most compelling topics and to some of the most interesting people in and around the NFL, taking a look at things through my somewhat nerdy football lens. I like to push past the low-hanging fruit to get to the real stories that are going to make you feel like a smarter football fan. So please join me every Wednesday for The NFL Roadshow, available on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Trish Stratus joins us right now on Busted Open. Truly one of the greats, a legend, and a friend. How are you, Trish? I'm wonderful. I don't think I'm one of the greats. I'm actually the greatest. Like, actually, WWE did rank me as number one, so I'm pretty sure that I can use that. No? Wow. Okay, well, it's... uh, I don't know. That's what I think. think She's right. She's right. I I, I agree. I agree. Number one in my book. My friend, happy birthday. Thank you very much, my friend. I appreciate you calling in. And you have a nice big red balloon there. Yes, I'm celebrating your birthday up here in Canada. Well, all of Canada is actually celebrating. I'm, I'm just representing on behalf of the country, and we want to say happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I do appreciate you. You're huge in Trish, Canada. now that you're on with us, is there yes. any bully stories that you could share on the air? I have so, oh my God, I have so many. Unfortunately, I cannot share them on the air. <laughs> interesting. Doesn't there surprise was- me. Um, no, you, know, you, know, you know what was interesting, Dave, about with, with the, the story we told with myself and Trish and Test and Albert and God bless Test, God rest his soul. Um, you know, Trish has always said that that was a very big moment for her because it was the first major story she was involved in, the first major moment. It was also a big deal for me, too, because even though I think we had put Terry Runnels through the, the table first, it, it was a completely different impact uh, with Trish. And the story was bigger and she was on the way up. And so were me and Devon at the time. And oh, my God, somebody else just walked in. OK, Velvet just walked in. Hold on. OK, you guys brought me something else. I'm in the middle of a story and uh, 
I, no, I mean, because it is your birthday, so there needs to be gifts that are given throughout the show. It is your special day, bully. Uh, okay, thank you. I'll get to the cake in a minute. Thank you, thank you. Um, but it, ju- it, 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 it meant a lot to me also in my career because I have always said this. The number one hardest worker I have ever come across in my career and the number one person who always tried to get better and never complained was Trish. Busted her ass every single time, and that's why I think she's very deserving of the number one spot on that WWE list. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, those moments, it's, you know, you look what really a career is just a collection of moments, right? That ends up, you know, whether you get placed in the Hall of Fame or how you're regarded, um, you know, for your colleagues and, and the fans. But yeah, that was a huge moment for me. But it, it, it was it was integral to, um, you know, and I think the biggest part, it wasn't, I mean, even for the fans, yes, there was the storyline element, there was the, you know, the culmination to the moment, there was all that. But um, as you've said, like it, it's a, it was for my, it was for the boys, you know, it was for me to show everyone that I was willing to put my body on the line. That I was willing to go out there and, uh, and, and do it like full on, you know, and give everything and, and just uh, commit to it, you know? So um, yeah, there was the kiss, I, I, to commit to the kiss. I mean, there was a lot of committing in this, in this storyline. There was a lot you of know? commitment. Yes, there was. And Dave, I always tell the story. I felt so bad for her because in that match, my nose got busted open. And I'm a bloody mess. And we had to do the kiss spot. And uh, she went in full blown, did not care. I even tried to turn my face away so none of my blood would get on her. She was like, nope, get right back here. And she, 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 she pulled your face back in. Just exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much for pulling my face back in. No, you're welcome. Actually, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, Trish, on days like this, you know, Bully celebrating his 50th birthday, you start to think of some of the, like you said, the moments and the collection of moments. And, and life is long. It, it's long in possibilities. It's, it's long in the effects you have on people and the influence you have on people. And you obviously have had that happen throughout other women's and wrestlers' careers. I mean, how do you look back on that, knowing that there's another generation of performers that were influenced by what you were able to do in the ring. No, I mean, it's, I think it's incredible. I think you don't realize that when you're in the moment, when you're, you're just out there doing your job, you're just trying to show up, you're trying to do good. You're trying to do better than your last performance. And that's kind of just the momentum that carries you through your career. Um, and it's not until kind of you walk away from the business. And for me, it really was, you know, closer to when the hall of fame came about and, and you start to talk to their people. And you almost, I didn't realize that there was, we were, we had been influencing people, but Really, that was the point. I mean, what we did, and when I walked away from a career at, uh, in 2006, it was knowing, hopefully, I've left things a little different than when I started. And that was like the main goal, um, and to change the perception of what a woman could do in this business. Um, and I think, you know, once you do hear the stories and you meet people like, oh, my God, you know, like, it's, um, you know, like a Sasha Banks. She's one of the greatest wrestlers today. And she looks back on my career. And even to this day, like she's, she always, I mean, I text the girl and I'm giving, I mean, this one, she just won an SB for God's sakes. And she still goes goosebumps when I write to her. Like she's so like, you know, so humbled by it all. Um, and I think it's important. I think it's important for us to, we always look back at like who paved the path for us. And obviously as you know, when you're currently in it, that's the point is to pave the path to leave things a little differently. And then when you see it's left an impact, it's, uh, you know, it's rewarding and it makes, it makes everything kind of worth it. So I was on social media the other day, and I saw one of your tweets, and I must ask, what is your daily routine to maintain that mom bod? 
my mom bod. Mom bod. <laughs> um, I, uh, well, I've been, I do these, like, I've been hashtagging, it's like midnight training sessions, because, you know, especially, I just finished homeschooling, I mean, in Canada, we just, like, it was literally, end of June, I finished homeschooling, and we are still, we're just, we're in stage three, finally, like, we're just getting there, you know what I mean? So, basically, it was like homeschooling with kids all day long, and then at, at in the evenings, I do the routine to put them in bed, dinner, all that stuff, all that mom stuff, then I do whatever work I have for my businesses that I run, and then uh, I finally settle in and have my time which just turns out to be 1130 or and I sit down and I do my workout and I you know and it's I I was doing probably what every stereotypical mom does it was being like mommy is tired so I would lie on the couch because it was exhausting to homeschool all day but you know it added up just like everyone else it added up for people during the COVID the COVID-15 and for the first time in my life you know Bubba we're always on the go there's always a something there's a photo shoot there's a gig there's something going on and for the first time in life there was nothing that I had to be like Trish Stratus for so I chilled on the couch for a couple of months and it caught up with me so in February I was like okay I gotta get let's get back to routine and I just slowly started doing my yoga put I didn't put my own DVD I don't know if that's weird I put my own DVD on just because I didn't want to think about it. I just want to like follow something mindlessly for 10 minutes and get it in I got it and I got in 10 turn into 20 10 to 30 minutes and I cut out the junk which I was enjoying for the first time in my life getting to enjoy junk um, and then, um, yeah, and then it just, it just happened. And I, I was in mom schooling mode. So I was like in track pants and it was still cold up here. And I went to the cottage, we finished home schooling. I took the kids to the cottage and it was like the first time I like disrobed, I guess. Cause you know, I don't walk around. I don't look at home. I'm not like, oh, let's see what's going on here. And then I, uh, you know, I was like, okay, hello mama. <laughs> I was, I was surprised, but it was consistent, right? It was like five months of steady work and just putting in that time and, uh, results were achieved. So that's the routine. Dave, Little did you see the picture? Dave, did you see the picture? God bless. Did you see the picture? <laughs> Dave, did you, know, you see the picture? I, I saw the, I, I may have saw the picture, yes. <laughs> you mean, is it this one? Uh, yes, that's it's great. It's that one. <laughs> see, I, I, being a married man, you know, a bully knows this. There's the three-second rule. You can look for two seconds, and then you got to look away. I know this rule. Okay. Oh, there's rules. There's rules. It's it's a it's a <laughs> it's a rules. man rule. You know, yeah. it's a man rule. If you got yes. if a man's gonna look at another man's, you know, wife or girlfriend, you get yeah. three seconds. Because every guy can respect three seconds. One yes. Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. That's enough time to look, to appreciate. Yes. But then after that, boom, you're done. Yeah. If you hit the fourth second, now we have to have a conversation. And now it's a stare. And yes. now you're taking it to the next level. And then now you have to be spoken to. Trish, there's rules. There's rules in being a man. It's a man rule. Jotting it down. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Trish, and, and I know you're talking about the influence. And obviously, like you said, in the time, in the moment, you're not thinking about, are people going to look back at this, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. But the last time we had you on, uh, we spoke about, you know, Dr. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa's match on AEW Dynamite. And after that conversation, Dr. Britt Baker, who thankfully listens to this show on a daily basis, she heard what you had to say. And she was like, you know, it was like a mark out moment for her. And she told me that she actually watched your main event match with Lita the night before their matchup on AEW Dynamite. Like, I, I know you don't think of those things and we talk about the influence, but it is so strong and, and your influence is so strong. And, you know, it, it is amazing to me that 
it stands the test of time. And and Bully and I talk about this all the time on Busted Open about the new era and the, and how difficult it is to make a memorable moment. Was it easier to make a memorable moment 10, 15 years ago than it is right now? That's interesting. Um, I, I, in a way, I think this we worked, not enough to say we worked harder, but you had to um, be shinier to stand out from the crowd. You know what I mean? You had to, and so like, I'll re- I remember particularly there was a house show where we were regular card and they would take like, um, they would pull the first couple rows and just ask, what's your favorite match? And those kind of things. And uh, and they would take that back to Vince and, and the team, you know, back at the office. And um, the, and that we had been highly touted was Jazz and I's few, uh, match. It was like the one that kind of, made us sort of made the producers put more time into our stuff and you know moving forward in tv it kind of made a difference what the fans thought um and so just to know that we like we were the ones spoken about amongst the men's matches was huge you know and so yeah it was a little harder because we were competing against the men i mean i'm okay i've got the rock and austin have their match and bubba and 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 the and the hardy boys are gonna have their match and then we're gonna have to do our match so yeah i mean it was harder there's also more opportunities now to shine you know for the women there's there's money in the bank there's i would i would have liked a cage match you know <laughs> you know there's more opportunities to shine for sure so i mean yeah i mean in any in any way like regard, regardless it's you know as a personal thing as a performer you want to try and stand out amongst your colleagues or amongst you know and, and have those moments and try and shine so i think that's always been my driving force my motivating force to go out there and just uh and leave an impression and uh and have people talking about you after you you, you know you did your thing trish i'm sure you've been asked this before but i, I don't know if i know the answer with all the things that you you had to do, whether it were, you know, the bra and panty stuff, the stuff that you had to do with Vince crawling around on the tables, some of the more risque stuff, was there anything that didn't jive with you? Was there any particular story or moment that you had to be talked into, or were you gung ho on everything? Um, anything that I had to be talked into, or I didn't feel like gung ho on, I didn't do. And the one time I actually did, like, I mean, I was really, even like barking at the dog thing, which is the one everyone talks about. I was a hundred percent in like Vince and I talked about it. We talked about the moment. We talked about what would happen next. We happened. We talked about why this is happening. It made sense to me as a character, as a, you know, point in my a story arc, so to speak. Um, so, you know, I was gung ho on everything. And that's why when I said, went out there, it was, I had to, you have to be invested. As you know, you have to be invested in what you're doing out there. Um, there was one time I was given, it was just a random, um, H what was it H HLA moment it was one of those I was like yep. yeah no and I literally used the line I just don't I was like my character wouldn't do this like I, I you know just she's going after the title right now she's in the title picture and for me to have this random HLA moment for the sake of be- the other team that was needing that moment I just didn't see it uh you know they replaced me with someone else did it and it was it went to air and then um you know I I, I lost the belt the week later but whatever <laughs> so you know there's <laughs> Yeah, there was a, it is what it is, you know, um, that's fine. I got it back eventually and it was my like slap on the wrist. Um, but no, I was, I made sure I have to be comfortable. I want to, I want to be comfortable. I want to, and I'm like, I'm, you know, you know me, I'm details. Like I need to know why we're doing this. I want to know the motivation and, you know, it sounds all like thespian, but I want to know the motivation because that's what drives me out there to make it the most, you know, uh, to make it resonate with the fans. And that's just the bottom line on what everything I did out there. Trish, we really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining Bully's birthday. This is an awesome interview, awesome sit down, and we really appreciate it. Happy birthday. So Thank I'm going to sing much. it. Happy, 
hat. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh. I don't want you guys to lose listeners. So I'll stop now. <laughs> I got Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you. It was a lot of fun. Always there for you, my friend. Thank you All very right. much. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.